Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another serving of Business Soup Talk Radio. If it's in business, it's Business Soup. I'm your host, John Dibbavoise. Today, we're going to be talking with the founder of a new online publication, FairSanDiego.com. Mike Cooch is its founder, and he's talking about the five points that brought him success and how you can duplicate it in your hometown. There, San Diego was a brainchild of Mike's, and he'll be sharing all of his tips, tools, and techniques of what it means to be an online digital marketing company. Have your own home-based business, and here's an opportunity to follow in the footsteps of a leader, a serial entrepreneur, Mike Cooch from There, San Diego, is now sitting at the table for this serving of Business Soup. Mike, welcome to this serving of Business Soup. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. You got my attention not long ago because you have yet another. There's just one more online publication out there, but it's all about my hometown, Southern California, specifically San Diego. And you have their San Diego. Where did their San Diego come from and the name of it? I moved to San Diego a little over six years ago now. And as you're probably aware, the city has been going through a real transformation. Um, A lot of new investment in the city in forms of new businesses, new places to live within the city, a lot of cultural, um, interesting cultural things happening here. And I just immediately fell in love with the city. Well, let me back up for a moment. That transformation has been going on a lot longer than you have been here. Oh, yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm aware of that now. As you know, also in Southern California, the, the communities can be pretty spread out. It's pretty easy to just stick in your area and miss a lot of the interesting things that are happening in different parts of your city and different parts of your community. So there was all about encouraging people to literally to go there, to go and experience, get off of you know just the cell phones and, and online and actually go and experience more of your city and your community and get out of your bubble a little bit. And um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a great way to connect to the city and a great way to connect to the businesses in the city. Well, of course, the coronavirus has had a serious, devastating impact on the businesses and getting out to do. And one of your features is eat and drink. San Diego has a very diverse and multitude of cultures from Little Italy down to the gas lamp to the Embarcadero. And there's all of these restaurants and all these activities and they came to a screeching halt. How did you handle that? And what did you report? Clearly, it's been incredibly challenging for everybody. I think what's really cool to see, what's always cool to see in the entrepreneurial business community is people adapt, they find ways to survive, and even in many cases, they're finding ways to thrive. There are actually a lot of restaurant concepts that are actually doing very, very well because they were able to quickly shift to delivery and kind of cloud kitchen concepts where they're reducing a ton of the overhead and cost structures. They have to quickly, but they're able to still get food out the door and and get into the hands of customers. So as much as possible, encouraging people to still find ways to support those businesses to not just assume that their doors are shut and that means that you can't do you know any business with them. Um, they're fighting for survival and so finding ways to continue to support them is an important you know I think responsibility of everybody in the community. So just trying to call attention to those things that are still happening and the 
and the fight that businesses are putting up to try and stay in business and continue to serve in their community. You mentioned, and I can't emphasize how strongly I agree with it, and that is it is a fight, especially in California, where the goalpost seems to be on a moving target at all times. And the restaurants have been really struggling. So you've created this online environment, this publication, whereas in the old days, it was all the newspapers and the print publications. And unfortunately, most of those small home community newspapers are doing nothing more than if they're still out there, they're lining the birdcage. <laughs> and now information is so instantaneous. Are you hitting the streets with reporters? Are you relying upon or, or are you relying upon those that are feeding you information and then you disseminate it out to your subscribers and followers? It's largely the latter there. We have the world of content and content distribution has changed so dramatically that, as you said, you know, these traditional publications and traditional models around those publications, in many cases, stopped being sustainable, stopped being viable. And that was really why I felt comfortable jumping into this space and this model. That is the way that consumers are, are getting their information, getting their content now. It's no longer through those traditional publications. And so having a model where we could quickly respond to the content that's being created and be an outlet for the content that's being created in its current formats, in social content, in blog posts, in long form videos, podcasts, things like that, that we could get that content from a variety of sources, which we do, and quickly get it out into the market. Who is your target audience? If I go to your website and I say, all right, here I am, who am I and what am I looking for? I like to say that it is anybody who is actively socially engaged and engaged in social media in the community. Uh, if you look at our metrics, we have a good number of readers and viewers from all demographics. We really do. Um, so it's not necessarily an age thing. It's not necessarily an income thing. It's more about your mindset. We attract people who are engaged on social media, but they're also looking for things to do in their city to be engaged offline as well, to go and experience the things in their city. So it's those people that are, you know, tell me about the new restaurants. Tell me about the new art show. Tell me about the concert that's coming because I want to get out there into the city and experience it. And of course, you have, as you just pointed out, a lot of the information, the newsworthy information that comes to you is from your followers, such as somebody may be out there at the Del Mar Fairgrounds and saying, you know, the Del Mar Fair, or, excuse me, it's now the San Diego Fair. I'm dating myself. <laughs> <laughs> That this is what's going on. So you're getting instant information, which is then being passed on to your listenership and to your viewership online. Uh -huh. From the business standpoint, and again, I urge my audience of small business owners and entrepreneurs, you know, Mike hasn't reinvented the wheel. He's learned how, as I talk all the time, how to put a spoke in it. And he's put that spoke down here in San Diego, a very popular place to, to live. And he's created a business and he's monetized it. And he's living an absolute dream by being able to do something to turn a passion into profit. Literally, that's what this show is all about. So let's get down to the business aspect of it. My, your audience are those people who are looking to do things, to be engaged in the community 
and go out and do it. Whether it's a go down to the Embarcadero, go to a restaurant, go to the Balboa Park, what's happening at the Old Globe, or maybe is the San Diego Wild Animal Park, or whatever they're calling it now, is that open? And you're getting pretty much live information, and it's coming in on a blog. Let's talk about the business. If I'm a business, what am I looking at if I wanted to advertise with theirsandiego.com? What should I expect from you to deliver to me? The beauty of advertising online is that everything is very measurable, very trackable. And so it gives you a real high degree of, of transparency about the effectiveness of what you're paying for, which is definitely not a strength of uh, more traditional advertising, particularly print. So in comparison to doing advertising with a print publication that you would consider a competitor, one, we can be just much, much more nimble. We can create campaigns, get them out the door. In the same day, we can do updates to them frequently. We can you know, just make sure that they're they're more dynamic and responding to feedback that we're getting from the marketplace. And then it can be dramatically more affordable as well. We don't have the cost structure of print and distributing print. And so the price points that we can get a campaign out into the marketplace on behalf of our customers are very, very competitive. And at the same time, a, a real strong point and focus of ours is that we try to just keep things super, super simple. So, you know, we don't have very complex offerings and we don't require much participation at all from our customers to be able to put together and, and launch a campaign. They can just give us some, some real broad strokes about, hey, here's an offer or a message that we'd like to have communicated out in the marketplace. And we can very quickly put something together and, and get it out there and working on their behalf. I know from my own company's online advertising that it's sometimes you're trying to figure out the algorithms and you have to master the Ouija board in order to understand what is acceptable yeah. and what is not. And yep. figuring out the algorithm, that's something that most small business owners just don't have the time to do, uh, to try and sit down today and learn how to be a Facebook advertising expert or a Google advertising expert <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't have... A background in that and you're trying to run your restaurant you know for 14 hours a day at the same time it's just not realistic to do that and try and expect to be competitive in that environment it's a competitive advertising environment and so we are able to take all of that out of the hands of the small business owner we are experts at that it's what i've done for the last dozen plus years and so again just make this all very simple here's a flat fee here's what you're going to get you're going to get x thousands of people that are going to see this promotion this story about your business and we're going to be able to get you the, the metrics to show you how it performed. Who am I if I walk through your door and say, I want you to advertise for me? Anybody trying to, to reach that online consumer here in San Diego, which is you know just about everybody. We've worked with bars and restaurants, events, banks, lawyers, just about everything that you can imagine, nonprofits. Again, anybody trying to reach those consumers here in San Diego, we can put something together that's going to work. I notice that you cover and, and you feature specific uh, communities. And I see there's North Park, there's San Diego, there's East Coast. 
And you've lumped all of us out in the North County in one little bar, you know, a little spot there. <laughs> you know, you, you don't break us down. You're, you're obviously closer to the downtown San Diego area. But what about issues within the community? There's been a lot of hoopla about what's going on in development and in, in housing, particularly in housing. The state mandates don't seem to work well with the San Diego Planning Department and the city council and, and the board of supervisors are having a very difficult time living up to the state's mandate on how many units they can build. Do you get involved in the community aspect of it? Not too much, to be honest with you. Not too much to date anyway. And I wouldn't say that that's not going to happen. Certainly right now with the pandemic, it definitely creates more awareness of of the role that we could have in those types of issues. So not to say that we won't in the future, To date, we've been pretty much an entertainment resource rather than a news resource. Okay. Well, that's good to know because if I'm a business and as I talk to my audience, whether they they are in San Diego or they're elsewhere, you are in the entertainment aspect of it more than the information. And if you want to have a good time, here you go. Here's where you can go, and these are the places that are open, and here, obviously, there's advertisers, and business is business, and business is open, so... That's right. Yeah, our focus has really been just on sharing all the good, positive things that we can find about the city and about what's happening in the city and focusing on that. We're talking with Mike Cooch. Mike Cooch is from their San Diego, and they got my attention because, well, I'm a San Diego native for a long time, and San Diego has grown, and here's somebody that saw an opportunity and developed it, put a spoke in a wheel. Mike, what was the thought process behind what I call my five points of successful business? And the first one was the idea. When did it come to you and said, you know what? Let's get into online publication. Let's talk about what's fun to do in San Diego. When did you have that aha moment? You know, it's pretty funny, a long time ago. So I've, I've been an entrepreneur my whole career. And when I was living in Boston, I actually had the original idea. So we're, we're talking around 2000. So a, a long time ago was, was um, when I was first considering an idea like this and, and actually started development. And back then developing something online that could do what I wanted to do was, of course, much, much more difficult, much more expensive. But that idea came to me because I moved around a lot. I was an army brat, always moving around. And I've continued to move around quite a bit, you know, in my adult life as well. And when you get someplace new and you're trying to learn about what's going on in that city, at the time, there was all these different resources that you'd go and you'd find that one local print newspaper and they would have like an event list page. And then right. you'd go find a different one and they would have a different event list page. And it just seemed crazy to me that uh, it was so difficult to really learn what was going on in your community, especially if it was a, a big diverse community like a Boston or a San Diego or a Los Angeles. I mean, you had a whole bunch of different publications and resources that you'd have to try and pull from to really get a feel. And so it was just something that I was very interested in doing. And it didn't work out in Boston uh, at the time because of the technical challenges and the the expense of doing it. And I started another business that I ended up running for about 10 years. But then when I moved out here, it was just, again, me trying to connect with the city as quickly as I could and decided, hey, this is a, a good way to do it. Let's go ahead and go for it. Well, I would imagine sitting there in Boston, looking out the window on a cold winter morning at the not-so-tropical environment, you go, where could I do this that's much more enjoyable to live? 
Oh, <laughs> that's right. And let's go to Southern <laughs> California. Uh, good choice. It is a good choice. I've been very happy here. So you you had this idea, and it and like so many great entrepreneurs, you have more than one idea, and mm-hmm. then it was refining it. So you had this idea, and you say, well, you know what? I'm going to move to San Diego and let's develop it. So you had the idea. How did you implement the plan to put these pieces together to get to where you are now? Quite a few steps in between there. And, and the major theme of the things that happened in between those, those two points is that I have always worked with the small business community and providing services to the small business community. And I've built a couple of businesses that were related to technology and related to marketing and helping small businesses. So I I had a real high degree of awareness and understanding of the challenges that small businesses face in trying to market and trying to grow. And for most small businesses, it's daunting. It's daunting financially. It's daunting to understand the technology behind all the things that are out there that are possibilities for them, you know, the ad platforms and the algorithms and automation. And that's all stuff that I had a lot of background in. And so when I moved out here, the realization that with social media becoming such a, a major thing and the ease and affordability of getting content up quickly and combining that with the marketing capabilities that I could create then for small businesses who would be interested in advertising through us, those things just all came together. It, it just felt like the right time that I could get something up quickly. And so that that's what I did. Um, I still operate different business as well, but this was something that I knew because of my understanding of content and advertising and the cost structure that I could actually get it up and running on a part-time basis and start building an audience quickly. And so that's what I did. And of course, to do that, nobody is an expert in every field. You surround yourself, as I have done, and tell everybody, surround yourself with experts in their fields and build on your strengths and hire out your weaknesses. What were the the weaknesses that you hired out? Where did you find your team to do what functions? As many startups do now, and I highly encourage people to do, I've built a team really that's composed of freelancers in the San Diego marketplace. It's a great marketplace to do that because there are so many of them. There are so many creative entrepreneurs and and, uh, people that are creating content. And so that's exactly what I did was I, I found people in the community that would be interested in creating content, editing content, and doing that to contribute to what we were doing. And so I just have, I have a a pretty wide group of people here in San Diego and also outside of San Diego that help pull everything together on a daily basis. In my five points that I always talk about that are always available on my website, there's the idea, the plan, the people, and then the execution. You finally brought all this together. And as I've said before, it's easier to launch a rowboat than it is the battleship. How much of the business of their San Diego was up and going on day one? From an outside perspective, it probably looked like quite a bit of it um, because, again, it was it was so easy to get content published online. So from from day one, we had a website, we had a very busy Instagram account, very busy Facebook account, and a newsletter. And so it looked, I think, pretty darn established very quickly, and we were able to grow our audience very quickly because of that. But the reality is a very, very lean team pulling that off. And for the first uh, six months or so, at least, I really didn't worry about the business side of it, about trying to sell and trying to monetize. It was really just all about building the audience, connecting with the community, learning what people were interested in. And so 
it was definitely a very lean approach to things. Well, sure. Content is king. And the first thing you have to do is have good content. So content is king and distribution is God. Your distribution is through social media, Instagram, Facebook, obviously the website and such. Where do you see their San Diego being further in the next, say, six months? Uh, in the next six months, I think that there will continue to be, as there has been in the last six months or so, a real heavy focus on Instagram. Instagram, to me right now, is absolutely the most engaging and most local of the social platforms. And so we will be very heavily invested there. And then actually the other thing that we will be really focused on is building up our SMS list. So our text message list will be something that will absolutely grow here over the next six months pretty aggressively. Mike, I can't thank you enough. I understand the business model perfectly. And it's something that can be done, duplicated elsewhere for a small investment, create your own home-based business, which I tell everybody here, always have your own home-based business. doesn't matter what it is. Mines, horses, and cows. You may not want to live next to me after a rainstorm, but it smells like money to me. <laughs> have a home-based business, and here's an opportunity. Mike from there, San Diego, has proven it, and you can do it too. Mike, it's been a pleasure having you on this Serving of Business Soup. Mike Cooch from theresandiego.com. Thank you so much. I had a great time. This has been another Serving of Business Soup, where business comes for business. I'm John Debevoise, inviting you to visit the website for more servings of what is best in business. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.